And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to everyone. With Barocco Sepemando. Tune in live at 10:30. And it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM, Rock Radio. Yo, 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 what up, what up? Good morning, good morning, GM, GM. Friday, June 16th, 2023. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. I got my co-host in the house. They, just, they both showed up to the stew with the shirt on, with the chest out, you know, shirt on, chest out, both of them. So I had to go quickly while I was playing some Drake, you know, uh, just go put a, a shirt on myself, like I guess a summer shirt, because I have to match the boys. I mean, it's totally not the vibe here. It's gray in Montreal. It's cold in my apartment. There's not much light. It's like the opposite vibe. But you know what? We had to we had to match the boys. Ovi, Mando, <laughs> how y'all doing today? Yeah, good. Summer uh, vibes. Summer vibes. So hot in London right now. You look like you could, you may as well just take that shirt off. It's so open. Like you may as well just like full on, like just take it off. Host like with your tattoo out, you know, like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't wear a shirt, but I work during the day anymore. It's that hot. But and you know, where'd, you, where'd you get the shirt from? Put on this one's from, uh, this one's from All Saints. Oh, I like that. All Saints is fire. I have a nice t-shirt from there. Um, I have to say, uh, I, I'm a, I, I really like the, the OSF long hair shirt short sleeve summer shirt chest out like arc you need like a nice chain you know what i mean like maybe we like you get you nice little, medallion. yeah like a nice little medallion right there you know um and uh and you'll be just like you know like it, you know you're, you're like a bollywood star right now you know what i mean it's, <laughs> you know, absolutely love uh to see it mando is it that hot where you're at as well i mean you guys must be like you're melting with no ac over there it's nice. I have AC. I don't know what you keep saying. We don't have AC. Portugal, <laughs> Portugal has loads of AC. It's London doesn't have AC. London has no AC. Did I just rub? Sorry. Can you see me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry. For a moment, yeah. it completely froze the screen. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, it's all around Europe. You know, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a Euro thing. Uh, but we like Europe a lot. I actually get FOMO. Um, I have really like a lot of like Euro FOMO at the moment. Because uh, there's nothing like a nice summer, you know, like in London, yeah. Paris, the city. It's just like, you know, it's a vibe, you know. And I got to say, Mando, I really miss pastiche. I have to say, like, that is like those late night, you know, sweet, buttery desserts. Whew, they're so good. They're so good. I mean, we, I think we got them every night. <laughs> so uh, it was uh, it was quite good. Uh, I think I'm going to open Camilla's port this weekend, actually. feeling like it's... Uh, it could be a good one. I was going to ask you, actually, maybe one of you guys know. Once a bottle of port is opened, how long does it stay good for? Because I'm, yeah, sure. I'm not sure. Ooh, I don't know. Port- I want to finish it the same night. Like, I, I try not have the glass yeah. to like, savor it. Port as a wine can last for, like, decades. Okay. Um, it's open? Once the bottle is know, Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know if, when it's opened. Yeah, I'm curious about that. I was reading online like three to four weeks, but it has to be stored in the right conditions. Obviously, I don't have a cellar in my apartment, but, uh, you know, maybe a dark, cold, I don't know. But uh, if someone knows, if there's a wine connoisseur 
in uh, in the audience. You know, feel free to tag us at the bottom right. We're also live on YouTube as usual. I'm not gonna post the links anymore. That's it. I'm done posting YouTube links on Twitter. Okay, <laughs> I feel it. And so, and so, so you know where to find us. You're all very smart people, and you can find us on YouTube on Rug Radio. Or you can just search for Rug Radio on YouTube. And you'll find it. Come see those beautiful shirts. I bought this one for Coachella two years ago or last year. I never wore it since, but it's pretty cool. I like I mean, it. It's cool. It may make a comeback this weekend. It is F1 weekend in Montreal after all. I mean, where are my Montrealers at? And also, there's no NFT or Web3 stuff related to FD, NFT Web3 at this F1. Like in Monaco, there's like activations, fucking crazy stuff. They're giving NFTs of tickets and stuff. And the one year, I, you know, I figured, you know, maybe your boy can tweet something out about F1 Montreal. You know, there's people going to be like, yo, we have this party. We're doing this. There's nothing. So, you know, your boy's going to be rolling through uh, dive bars all weekend. Uh, while everybody's at the Ritz at the Four Seasons. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, today on the show, today, today, DJ's Market Report, Crypto, Macro, NFTs, uh, Solibis Grills Part 2, promises the last time we talk about it for a minute. Uh, I know we talked about it all week long. It was a title in every t- show this week, five days, right? But, you know, rightfully so, and understandably so, uh, given that the Goose got a whooping $6.2 million after um, Solibis Please, congratulations, 6529 uh, and his fun uh, for that. We'll get to that. So massive success, but also on the rest of the art. So we'll just you know quickly recap that. Stubbs burned today. Hell yeah, Clown Vamp was on the show on Monday. We're going to be burning our stubs for the piece. As usual, the, the links go on Rugrito's official Twitter account. Then we all usually retweet it at 1130 Eastern Standard Time. And also, if you got the Camilla pieces... We're picking five winners today that got this edition. I believe it's the edition of five uh, that she did for five people who um, successfully burned their stubs to claim uh, her piece. And we have about 45 uh, individual wallets. So uh, we're going to be um, we're going to be uh, picking those. And then last but not least, we have the most important guest we've ever had on this show on Rock Radio uh, so far. We have Sobi. Sobi's coming as a guest <laughs> to the show. Listen, he told me. If you don't have me on the show, we're not friends anymore. Uh, I want, I need to come talk about, you know, what we announced. I said, you know what? My brother in Christ, you can definitely come. We love you. You're one of the smartest people. Uh, <laughs> and everybody at Rugby loves Sobi. So we're going to have Sobi come chat about what they announced yesterday uh, with their L3 with Arbitrum. It's actually pretty cool. So hang tight. And we're going to be chatting with that. And then as usual, our show is powered by MetaMask, that leading Web3 wallet. So anyways, 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 I'm already out of breath. It's 1041. Without further ado... <laughs> Let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? Hey guys, so um, look, equities are really fucking strong like bull at the moment. Um, we closed 1.5% higher on both the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ yesterday. Stocks are up again today. They're, they're only up about 0.1%, so it's not a huge move today, but... Um, just had like a monster monster move um in the last i think in the last one month the nasdaq is up 15 percent, and the s&p 500 is up almost 10 percent. so some big moves in equities um in the last month interest rates sold off a little bit but i feel like the focus on interest rates seems to be going away with the fed having been quite clear about their plans and stocks don't seem to have a lot of sensitivity to interest rates right now so that story has been a bit more in the back burner in, in the last few weeks um but yes, U.S. stocks really, really strong. Crypto, we saw a bit, a bit of a bounce yesterday. Um, the bounce has really mainly been led by Bitcoin. So Bitcoin's at 25.5K. 
ETH is at 16, 65. Altcoins haven't really recovered that much from where they were. Um, but yeah, it's a decent, um, it's somewhat of a bounce over, over crypto. It does feel like there's a lot of shorting of crypto going on here. And um, I think a lot of the technical analysis out there appears to be quite bearish for Bitcoin and seems to be particularly ETH. So it does seem to feed, to me like there's a growing short base and maybe the move we saw yesterday was a bit of a short squeeze. I do think if stocks keep going here, I think you'll see a bit of a short squeeze in crypto given the move we had in the last week or two. And we seem to have found some stability around these levels. So, um, so yeah, let's see. But it's, um, um, it's still lagging. Crypto is definitely still lagging, but we are uh, a little bit off the lows here. Uh, and that's kind of it. It's quiet for data as well. Like we're in the second half of the month, so there's not really much more new data to come in the next couple of weeks. Um, the next big thing will be payrolls the first week of July. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be the next big thing. Oh, thank you so much, Phoebe, for this market report. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> no, thank you. That's a good, listen, that's a, that's a good, um, that's a good breakdown. I was sharing on the screen shortly. Uh, listen, first of all, I love me some, a nice squeeze. Mm -hmm. You know, give me some lemons. I'm gonna squeeze those lemons. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, listen, uh, the biggest squeeze happened, squeeze happened in the bear markets. Um, you know, uh, Confucius say that, uh, no, I'm kidding. OSF said that our very own, um, you know, uh, Aristotle of uh, of uh, of the market reports on on Gen One Three, but um, so you said that it says it's a forty percent rally in the Nasdaq over six month a bear market squeeze. I mean, Tommy Ovi, we about yeah, to squeeze more or what? I was posing this question because everyone's always like, "Oh, you always see the biggest squeezes in bear markets," and that's true. But the squeezes tend to happen over short time frames. Yes, yeah, so if you look at this one here, like the squeezes are over like a one month or maybe a two month period. And then we drop back down very quickly. They don't last for very long. And you see a lot of volatile price action this year in equities. We haven't really had that much volatility. Like we've been, if you look at the chart, we've been gradually going higher over a six month period. And that's, we've actually been gradually going higher over a longer period, over like a, uh, a one year period, I would say, because the lows of, of equities were, were back in June last year. So um, I don't know, like, can you call like a, a 12 month long gradual rally, a bear market squeeze? I think the answer is no. I don't think so. I don't think it is a bear market squeeze. Does it mean we're out of a bear market? Does it mean we're in a bull market? Well, I think we could be out of a bear market. I don't know if we're in a bull market yet or not, but um, we've definitely seen a decent gradual recovery for real reasons. We've seen inflation come down. We've seen this big AI boom. Um, you've seen a strong labor market data. So there, it's not like it's unfounded. There are real reasons for it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't think this is a bear market squeeze. I think this is a rally in equities. Like, yes, we could have a ten percent pullback in equities from here, but that doesn't mean like what we just saw was a bear market squeeze. It just means we're just seeing like natural, a natural progression higher with they're very quite clearly being like a long term or medium um, term trend like um, trend higher at the moment. Got it. And then Mando, um, before we get into the NFCs and all that stuff. You tweeted this out, I think this morning as well, right? Yes, June 16th. So you tweeted this out this morning regarding Bitcoin dominance. I mean, it's been pretty it's been pretty wild to see like how Bitcoin's dominated the market. And then you say, I think alts continue to look very vulnerable here. Be careful catching any falling knives. I don't know if you had anything to add about your tweet. It's kind of what I've been saying for a while now. I think yeah. I think uh I think the narrative of altcoins is very, very tough. Um 
like why would why you buy that other than like we see a bounce and you see a squeeze mm -hmm. um i think it's very very tough just because i can't imagine like if i'm coming into crypto today let's say i've never been involved in crypto am i buying any of the altcoins here like given there's this overhang of you know you don't know what's mm -hmm. gonna happen in terms of regulation and also the value creation just doesn't necessarily seem like it's there like it's very difficult to imagine how some of these are going to be accepted as either currencies or as like the dow model is going to work so I, i'm still pretty bearish on that um i mean altcoins are not that big a percentage of the market like already bitcoin is bitcoin is uh nearly 50 percent eth is about 20 percent um stables stables are about 10 percent 10 to 15 percent i think so it's only really it's only really 20 percent which are altcoins and i think i think that could go quite a bit lower still um so i don't think we head to like the highs of 2007 like like the previous highs just because mm -hmm. the stable coin market's much bigger than it was before um the stable coin market makes up 10 to 15 percent like i think i just said um so i think it's really going to have to just come from uh it's going to be it's going to settle at a lower level but i do think i do think bitcoin dominance goes up the rumor yesterday from the from the which we spoke about on the show which is that blackrock was going to file for an etf that came to fruition um oh they, they actually did uh file for an ETF. wow yeah which i which was a you know interesting interesting one it'll probably take a while but um I think they've got a good chance of getting it done. Uh, very, very good chance, actually. Like, they wouldn't file, I don't think, unless they felt confident about it. Um, and like, like we said before, BlackRock is not is mm -hmm. the biggest in the game. Like, they, they, yeah. they clearly have the ability to do something like this and probably know all the different hoops you're going to have to do, jump through to kind of get it over the line. So I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an that? interesting one. Yeah, I mean, this is a story I'm reading really from Coindesk here uh, about BlackRock. First mover Americas, BlackRock files for a spot Bitcoin ETF. Um, and then the iShares unit of fund management giant BlackRock, BLK, filed paperwork Thursday afternoon with the U.S. Securities, Ex Ex Securities and Exchange Commission, sorry, SEC, for the formation of a spot Bitcoin BTC ETF. Uh, so that's, uh, that's going to be an interesting one to follow. Um, how long does this usually last for? Uh, from like yesterday was a filing... It how the, how long does it last to get approved or or just not? I would I would say months. Oh, this months. Isn't gonna be, this isn't okay. going to be a days thing. Got it. This, this is this could take up to twelve months, I think, or maybe even Got it. maybe even longer. Okay, got it. So uh, this is going to be a good one to follow. Uh, but you know, it's not going to happen over overnight. Then <laughs> that's really what no, I was. No, no, this isn't something that like this. tomorrow it gets approved mm -hmm. and then everything starts happening. I think this is going to take a long time. Sounds good. All right, all right, all right. Well. Let's get back to our JPEGs. Who is the man, macro daddy of the land? Can you dig it? So, the biggest <laughs> thing overnight, if you haven't been paying attention to literally everyone on Twitter, is that the goose sold. Um, that is the only thing. It on beat Twitter. all of our estimates. Um, came in at five and a half, and then six, maybe six and a half after. After fees, um, a crazy high level. In fact, higher in terms of dollars than it was originally paid for, mm -hmm. and a lot higher in ETH. So, um, 
the buyer was the 6529 fund. Um, they obviously are big in the Jones of Art game. They own they own the god the god Fidenza as well. Like they they're clearly they see that as the future of the space. I think we even said on the show yesterday that we kind of wanted it to be an, an external buyer. And I kind of agree with that, though maybe we can get into that. Like I don't particularly love that the person with the biggest bags in Jones of Art and across maybe even across NFTs is buying buying it, even though um, you know, I, I respect 6529 a lot. You kind of wanted that to be somebody new coming in, um, but it is what it is. Uh, so yeah, that was that was a big a big sale. After that, you saw a few different Jones of Art pieces trade. Mm-hmm. I think an autoglyph trade at 175. Um, right before, and, yeah, right? Ovi, I think Ovi, you sent that to us. I think that was 175, like 175. Moments yeah. before the auction, right before. before 1 p.m., yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think... People well, maybe. Sorry, you guys finished some stuff here. I like it. What do you say? I like it. You guys. Yeah, you can do it. If you go to the biggest sales, you'll you'll see. No, it no, well. but like you guys change the colors and shit. It's oh nice. yeah, yeah. You can I see love that. It's so funny. Getting wrecked in real time. I mean, I I spend so much time on this website, obviously. So like, every day, <laughs> so I see everything. <laughs> so this this popped out. I like that. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. This is really good. <laughs> There's a lot of six. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you keep building. I know you keep building. I just really like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go on. Spirit Azuki trade high as well. I think one nice. for just shy of 200 ETH um, in terms of high sales. And then you saw a couple of hip hop apes trade at like 58 or 57. Yeah. But other than that, it's really just this. I don't know if we should, how we should do this going forward. Should we have like a one, two, three, like the, the five things that you want me to mention? I think the second thing I was going to mention was this was this FAF wallet, which is just loading up with more ETH, buying more NFTs, staking more ape. Um, pretty wild stuff. I, I think it's say. OSF. I think FAF. I think I want to start a rumor. Yeah, someone was on- someone's throwing out is it is it OSF and Mando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. And I said that's when I felt I did make it a quote because Cyrus said answered OSF bought back. And I was like, that's the perfect like make it a quote, you know, like he bought back. <laughs> Bump it. But you know what I mean? And then like, but then Bump I realized it. the API <laughs> make it a quote lost the API and we lost uh the at make it a quote account, sadly. And probably all your bots, probably the rug reader bot, DJ's bot, probably all gone, by the way. The APIs are just like yesterday the Twitter is like Whoosh. that's another thing, the Reddit blackout, which is insane. Maybe we talk about it next week, but that's mm. happening at the moment. It's crazy. Um, and it's affecting Twitter as well. Anyways, that's Faf wallet, right? Yeah, four hours ago. Okay. Another 450 ETH added to the mystery FAF wallet. It's just missing an O, you know? FAFO, get it? Yeah, that's good. Anyway. Yeah, okay. um, so, immediately buys four bake and three MAYC, um, bringing total one week spent on floor NFTs up to nearly 4,500 Ether. Okay? 4,500 ETH in a week spent by this wallet. Ovi, I didn't even know you, you guys sold that many apes. So, are you like? When did you start buying all these apes again? And what's the what's the what's the thesis here? I know your your ape coin gigabull always have been, um, but you know what do you um, you know what, what why are you spending so much money on 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 these apes? I think this guy is an interesting trade. He's basically just max staking as much ape coin as he or they. I'm just assuming I shouldn't do that. They are max staking. Oh. So I think how much I think right now at, at current prices they're making over a hundred grand a month and just staking. Um, 
obviously, if the price of Bitcoin drops further, they're going to lose money. I don't think they're like exactly selling it and whatnot. And they're obviously down mm. a bit since they started doing it. But they're also obviously a whale. Like they obviously have a shit ton of money. So I don't really, think, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> forty five hundred ETH. You know, yeah. what should really like, just be like bend on ETH or something? And everybody's like, fuck. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe it's fucking. What if it's a sixteen Z? What if it's like the UK? It could be. It feels like it could be someone institutional. I don't know. Like, um, it's just someone going really long this complex, and if with some conviction, and if they're right, they'll make a shitload of money because it's like there's so much compounding going on here um, with the ApeCoin interest and everything. They'll have ApeCoin. They have apes. They have the whole fucking thing. And no. remember, it is a small market. Like, if they, I don't know how much capital they have, but if they can sit there on that bid and just keep going. Like, there's going to be a point where they just take up what people want to sell and then you know the next thing you know it's just like um goes high so i don't know i think it's an interesting trade i don't know i don't think i feel like this isn't a dumb person just like this is too much eth right there's too much eth going to this trade and it's way more than what matchy put in i don't think this is just a dumb person doing this i think there's an angle here i mean I think, look and i think this person's gonna make a lot of money I, my my hunch is i think they'll just make a lot of money i mean if you're bullish i'm gonna take the under on that one i'm gonna take the under. Ooh, oh oh <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Mando, Mando thinks he's KBM now. Look at that. He's trading a little bit, fucking taking over-unders, taking unders. Uh, you know, look at that. Sheesh. It's going to become insufferable. The nature of Harvest account, it seems no, to be very right. similar to how, like, all the other blood airdrop farmers, like, get into mm. the trade and then, like, they, think they're, they think they're bigger than the market and then they just get bigger and bigger and bigger mm -hmm. and bigger. And then you have to hope that some other whale takes you out. <laughs> I mean, it's either someone with very high conviction, like what OSF is talking about, or it's the other way around and we're getting wrecked. It's either if someone's, if someone's just there defending their position, they're fucked. But <laughs> given how much ETH they're pouring into it, it begs the question whether it's not someone defending that position. It's 97 D-Gods, bro. Uh, 72 mutants. I mean, look at this graphic on YouTube. And by the way, if you're on Spaces, hop on YouTube. We're always sharing live on video and on the screen. But look at this. It's about Doodles, Board Ape Kennel Club, Moonbirds, Beans, Pudgies, Azukis, Rap Crypto Punks, uh, Mutant Ape Yard Club, D-Gods, and Board Ape Yard Club. Um, and this, and this, is, this is since the 6th of June. So this isn't, this isn't I don't think... This isn't someone who's just gotten longer and longer and longer because they started airdrop farming in June when it's been going for months. This is someone who's coming in, taking a very aggressive long position for some reason. Mm. Like they're expressing a view. I think I think they're a bit more sophisticated than just like. You know what, Mando? It is a lot at this stage. Like I, I think like, just a week. We're talking about. It is a yeah. lot. It's yeah. a lot. Like if you're farming, you guys have your opinion. You guys have. Your no, opinion. no, no, I'm not, I'm not I'll even. I'll see opinion. how this it goes. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't even have an opinion yet. I don't, I don't even. Okay. I'm like, I'm here to watch this mystery wallet go either crazy or get. I'm here for whatever outcome, and I, I I'm incredible happy. to watch. I'm excited to talk about it on the show. Yeah, like this, listen, this, this is this is, is like for sure. This is material yes. for our show. You know, I'm in. I'm in. We're gonna faffle with you, mystery wallet. If you're listening, if you're, I mean, I, I doubt you listen on the show on the morning show because you seem like you have a lot of money. Like that, but if you do, you know, Which or means. if you're OSF, I think I think that what maybe the keeper. I mean, OSF is good at the getting, you know, abducted and all that stuff. Like he he plays like that, you know. Like remember, he he left for two weeks, but he didn't leave. Sorry, the keeper took him uh, for two weeks from the show. Remember, um, and we couldn't find him. You know, we we hit up his wife, we hit up everyone, we looked at Instagram stories, just couldn't find OSF. 
You know, so maybe Fafo is the is the is the keeper. Also, can we petition to call this wallet Fafo? Like, stop playing the Faf wallet. Like, is it, let's call this wallet Fafo. Understood, CT. <laughs> oh man, I'm curious to see what happens here. Honestly, OX Faf. I mean, this is great. <laughs> Shit. It's it's one of two things. He's either like called the the bottom on NFTs, and we see just the most insane trade of you know of the year. Or um, or he hasn't, mm. and then it's yeah. That's gonna well, be nasty. on the next episode of Fuck Around and find out, um, <laughs> let's find out how our OX Faf favorite wallet of the moment is doing in NFTs. I mean, look, if he's bullish, other side, whatever you got, whatever they're gonna come out with, this is a really good way to position yourself <laughs> in a big bet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh it's definitely interesting uh to watch um it happen uh, in real time. So yeah, 6529 is not the only one spending thousands of ETH uh on NFTs at the moment. Seems like can we, uh can we do a little thought experiment. What yeah. what happens today? Disney what, to buy Yuga Labs. If if what who is by Yuga Labs, right? Disney. So you're uh, saying you're you're saying if Disney Buying Yuga Labs, what happens today? To like, what? What do you mean? I have been said to Yuga Labs as a company. You see that headline? What you now to the NFTs, I think obviously the monkeys start ripping. I think that's I think the first rallying, yeah. And the token rallies rallying. in the back of that. Even though token is ApeCoin mm-hmm. Foundation, I think speculation makes it that people ape into ape, and then probably the NFTs, in order of how important they are, start uh, running. So from top to bottom, probably the the, the cheapest one runs the the most in terms of percentage. Because people have like lowest access, but probably some some apes also start running. But I don't know. What do you think, Ovi? I think it initially rallies, but thinking about that headline, it's not a good headline. Like Disney are just like a consumer. It's very centralized, right? Like you suddenly go from like right, yeah. we want you know. I mean, you get decentralized. I don't think it is. Well, like, look it's what not Mike's like doing right. It's not really giving you much rights. Disney's not going to be giving you rights. Like I'm just trying to think. Disney of buying ApeCoin, Ape buying Yuga Labs, whatever it is, whatever they buy, mm. like. It's really good for the investors because it probably gets sold at a premium, but it's not really that great for like the apes or ape coin because they're just going to come and sell you loads of stuff, right? That's that's what they're going to buy it thinking they have like this great big um, yeah. user base and they want to monetize that user base. That's going to be their goal. The goal isn't going to be to drive value to the, value to the holders. They want to monetize holders. Do you- that's what Disney would do, so... Weird question to ask after we talk about a mystery wallet and you happen to be a Chad man, though. I mean, you know... Do you Look, know what? This is not just buying, uh, but I'm just thinking about what is that headline? What is that headline that like means that NFTs just absolutely moon? And is it because if I'm sitting there and I'm at Yuga Labs right now, all of the original team is basically left, right? I think it's it, like Gordon's Gordon, you know, obviously left for health reasons, but might or may, may may not come back. I believe the two original devs have left, so it's it's there's no doubt that you know, how these things go and they have outside investors as people will be thinking, oh, you know, maybe maybe a more experienced team or maybe down the line that happens. Mm. We could see something like that. We could see a big company come in and try and At buy the lows, They could buy companies. I mean, this is a good time to probably for giants to buy the bigger players in the space, right? Because uh, yeah, exactly. we're at right? Even valuations and people have trouble raising, can't raise money right now. So. I thought like acquisitions were a really bullish thing for NFTs and NFT projects about two years ago because it was the step into mainstream but a lot of this stuff is mainstream now right like the the disney thing two years ago would have been like this is so bullish because now apes are gonna be mainstream but like 
a lot of most people have heard about board apes or monkey jpegs where they have a million followers on twitter like mm. like yuga labs is mainstream like it is it's already mainstream um, so, yeah like can you get even more mainstream than that yeah but not to a point where like someone's like i want to buy a board ape because like more people know about it it's like yeah it's great for investors because they're gonna have they're gonna be able to like sell more stuff and make more money so i don't think like for nfc to go up i don't think right now i don't think there is a headline anymore which is like this is really bullish for nfts i think it's more just like do you get a rally in a risk asset rally and a rally in crypto and people mm-hmm. are like oh i want to actually collect some stuff that is going to be like worth collecting from a collecting angle mm-hmm. rather than this whole like i want to buy you know these NFT companies or whatever and like when we get the next cycle it'll come back you'll have stuff rally and but this is going to change the world this this and this but it's just going to be like shit coins it'll just be the new set of stuff so you know it's why like i'm like less bullish and just like the utility stuff and the company and the stuff that are like startups basically and more bullish on just like interesting pieces of art that you can only collect once and maybe things that have been through a couple of cycles already like punks or glyphs and all that stuff that have been That's around a- boy you have flipped completely but they've been around for a few years and cycles, and you know that like that that value was proven outside of them just being like a startup company. So, got, we got our friend back. I'm so happy, bro. He's, did, yeah. did we get I've our been friend back? For ages. But he's in. You know, he's in the only. He's in the. He knows what the, there is. Only one now. He knows. You know, there's only one. You know, he's talking punks. I mean, Mando. When are two questions? Uh, two very important questions. First question is Mando. Uh, when are we going to see you enter the crypto punks uh, ecosystem? You're your last man standing. We need you, you know, on behalf of myself. And I'm not going to speak on behalf of all the punks, but on behalf of all the punks, you know, we, uh, one we, day, we one invite, day I will be a crypto punk. We invite you uh, to join uh, the crypto community. Second question is, and that's the most important that was raised by Tyler uh, in the audience. How does Disney buying Yuga impact TG's ApeCoin Council campaign? <laughs> I mean, that is the, I mean, I, I think that's that having fluff like plushies or like mascot and Disney World, like as Thread Guy, like his mutant wouldn't be bad for his campaign, you know? Um, and <laughs> I mean, listen, the kid, the kid's at the top now, but we see all what happened to the Gentryland last one. Last literal minute, Wealth played a game and fucking, you know, because that, yeah, we talked about the one to one vote. Bell like, games are a real thing. So, I mean, also, it's fundamentally broken to have a voting this important be like one vote equals one, like one AP is one vote. Like it should be quadratic voting to at least at minimum, right? Mm. Uh, so the whole, the whole thing is broken over there. Hopefully someone fixes it, but I like the attention uh, that's being brought this week, by the way. It was, you know, your tweet sparked a lot of convo on the back of, uh, of TG's um, campaign announcement. I know he's making a lot of noise, so it's been interesting to follow um, what's going on there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully for the better. Hopefully it's not just like a, flavor of the month thing because we don't have much more to talk about i do want to go back to something with both of you mando you kind of uh, went there um when you were talking about the goose sale of course that is the news uh of uh, of the week month probably of a, a very little year of all like, time maybe i mean one of the, one of all time it's the biggest art block sale ever and uh, in, in eth and in united states dollars if i'm not mistaken uh, the highest was 2100 ETH for ringer i think at 4k ETH. does that make it Maybe tied in US dollars. I'm not too sure how much it was. Maybe it was not 4K ETH, but it was around there. Uh, but you know, this is a recap. Um, 100% of the lot sold. Uh, 97% sold above estimate. Thousand bids. Uh, 11 million dollars total. But what you know really was the big, the big, big one was the the goose selling for um, for 6.2 million dollars. Um, after so it was 5.5 hammer, 6.2 after fees. 
Um, and obviously, it's something that we've seen all over the place. Uh, first and foremost, big shout out to Art, uh, to Art Blocks and to uh, Snowfro. I put a little tweet out yesterday. Uh, I saw that people reacted to it um, a lot. And that goes to show you how important like Snowfro is. And he's given a platform to all these artists and, and to enable all of this to happen. So I do have to give him his flowers again. It's really incredible. And he's literally the nicest human being on earth. But um, you talked about the outcome being uh, the, the the piece being sold to to native. We saw also um, Vincent Vendoe put a thread out who you know originally had bought the goose right for eighteen hundred five point nine million United States dollars uh, under three AC with Starry Night Capital. I think we can also give a big shout out to VVD being one of the greatest curators ever in NFTs crypto, crypto art. Right, I, I think like I think he we can say he's up there, right? <laughs> you know, there's a lot. There's Basilius. There's a lot of people like that, right? Like uh, moderat, moderats, like a lot of those people. But you know, I think he's up there. But what are your thoughts here, Amando? Because you mentioned that I see not personally. I think we should be celebrating this. Celebrating this. I think it's a, not a bad thing that you know it. Look, it's normal that in a market like this, the goose sold to the group that probably has the most conviction in the space, like. It's it's not a surprise to me. But what are you doing? It's not a surprise to me. No, it's not a surprise to me. I think I just and maybe I'm being harsh here because No, Obi, you're not. Obi had a go at me for saying it in the chat, but like I remember when Beeple sold his piece and then when the buyer was revealed to be Metacoven, everyone was like, Oh, that's not a great feeling. It's obviously not like that. But it pushed the space, right? It started a whole run. It did start a huge run, yeah. The people yeah, I'm saying that the but those two are independent things, I think. I think if it had been a different, that you're talking about the 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 high, the, the high price caused the caused the run. I think the idea is that I, as Benny said on the stream yesterday, like I would have much preferred if it it just been some new person, some anonymous person. Um, I, I'd like I like for it to be seen as expanding our our universe. Let's say. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think that's the ideal outcome, but I don't think this outcome is a bad outcome. I just think it's a less good outcome than the ideal yeah. outcome. Look, yeah. it, we're, 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 we're just not there yet. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're just not there yet. Like, it's just like... I think, I personally, like, if you set, mentioned this a few weeks ago, a few months ago, you'd be like, man, no one is going to buy that shit because everyone is down so bad and no one has more, like, who wants to open up the coffers to bid on, the, bid on all the stuff? But at the end of the day, like, People went out there, they managed to raise money or they just used their money, whatever it was. But if they raise money, then it means there's still money that wants to come into the space. If they use their own money, that means they still have conviction on the stuff. And so it's a good thing because you can easily have a situation where people are like, oh man, I'm already so long this stuff. I just can't buy anymore. And then it just all trades really low. And that's what I think most people thought was going to happen. That's what I thought mm -hmm. was going to happen originally. I thought this stuff would be the lows, but it's not what happened. Everything traded like really high and I know the estimates were low, but they're still traded above ex expectations. And um, I think that's a good thing. I think 6529 guys, like, um, they're pretty, like, price sensitive, you know? Like, they won't overbid on crazy stuff. They won't... Um, yeah, they, they, they do lose an auction sometimes. So, um, and they have smart people there. So, like, the fact that they're willing to buy this and the fact that someone else is willing to bid against them for it, I think it, it means there is it's a good sign. It means there are at least two people who are, who are willing to pay the staff and by the way like the number of bidders between two and three million there are loads of them there are loads of different people bidding for it so like you could easily see a situation where when we, when nfts felt the worst and like when art blocks were just like zero bid 
um, and generally that was like zero bid. You can see a situation where someone would be like, oh, where would that sell today? Like 500 grand, 400 grand, like way below. But that market, and that market may have been like that at one point. Like there was probably a time, a moment in time where you couldn't sell anything for like any meaningful value. But um, all the stuff made really high. And I think that's a good, I actually think it's a good thing. I think that's above neutral. Even if it's the same people buying it, it means they've either managed to raise money or they're willing to double down their bets. And I think that is positive. Um, and it's not as positive as new buyers, but we're not going to get new buyers in this environment. Like that's just not going to happen. And um, I think it's good to see people doubling down, to be honest with you. Dude, for what it's worth, it was so fun watching this auction. I mean, yo, this stuff was crazy. The guy was just going. He was good too. The auctioneer, like it was just a vibe. I, I, I have to, I have to say, I agree with OSF's sentiment, uh, but I also agree with VVD's thread. Meaning, like, it's very well written. It's true that when he talks about how the market is still very much struggling, like most artists are still like, you know, uh, struggling to to make ends meet and whatnot. This is true, right? And but there's always going to be the massive sales and the massive, you know, the, the, the artists that sell for hundreds of ETH, thousands of ETH, tens of ETH, and, and there's going to be some that won't. But the, um, I think the, 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 the Web3 native point, it's just like, look, it's sold to the person with the most conviction. And there's no other question, right? Like they, they, they were willing to pay the most for this piece and they got the piece, right? Um, who knows who bought the other um the other pieces that were in auction, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a bunch of other funds that probably are also in the space already, but we just don't have the buyers yet. And I think we just kind of like have to accept that in a way, but that, that um, also poses the question of like, we don't have the buyers. Why do we not have the buyers because we were still early or do we not have the buyers because there is no interest uh, in this, um, this, um, this sector or specifically for some, some artists or some type of generative art or whatnot. Like maybe they just don't care for a ringer, right? Maybe they care for a different, the one-of-ones. Actually, it's for, as a matter of fact, the, the 3AC wallet is left with some insane one-of-ones, like insane super rare pieces in there that you guys should all go check. I think these posted them, uh, the link to the wallet directly to super rare. But I don't know. Uh, I think that's going to be the question to be solved over the next, say what, 12, 24 months, right? We'll see. But I understand the pushback. Uh, I just... I do think, though, even though there could be some pushback on everything, like, I do think the outcome is really positive. Like, this is... Like, I remember, this is a fucking bear market. This is like, NFTs are bad. Fucking like, terrible, no. Ovi. The market is, is... Yeah. The market is... Dude, we are literally speaking into... Like, dude, we host every day. Like, we see this. We feel it. We feel it in the mor every morning. Like, there... You, you, I was talking to my team yesterday, Rogue Radio. I was like, guys, like, you know... This is where you really go and expand and, you know, and grow and just keep going, double down. But like, you're going to be speaking into like a, this tunnel, almost like this cave for a minute, right? It's just how it is. But can we just watch this for a second? Because I think it's pretty cool. Uh, the, the, the auction, everything that happened yesterday in New York. I saw Benny was there, raised the paddle for 400 key bid <laughs> on, on, this, on the perfect spectrum. Super cool. Shout out to Redbeard. He was on stage yesterday. But let's just watch this for a second because it's so hype. Like $4.8 million. The guy's Kimberly. is so good. Like <laughs> 4.9. Shout to Michael, by the way. $4.9 million. $5 million with Kimberly. YouTube, Back with you at $5 million. You know who this guy reminds you of? Have you ever watched the IT crowd? 
at five no. million dollars to come this far. <laughs> we can wait a few more seconds. It's so good. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, five point one. Worth the wait at five point one million. Back with Michael. Five point two. Five point three. I was hyped. I was at the gym just watching on my phone. Like five point three million. Five point four. At five point four million. Michael's covering it. Next bid is indeed five point five. <laughs> the bid is still with you, Kimberly, at five point four million dollars. The suspense is killing us, Michael. At five point four million dollars with Kimberly. Are we all done? This is such a five point four million. The bid is still with Kimberly. Online in the room. It's now or never if you want to come in. Five point four million with Kimberly Pearl on the phone. Are we all done? Fair warning. At $5.4 million, sold. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, honestly. I, uh, I retweeted and pinned it to the top of the space if anyone wants to go and see it. But I think, uh, I think, it's, pretty, uh, I think it's pretty gangster um, to, to, to have watched that um, and the over, overall sale. Oh, look at that. Obi's now just straight up picking up calls in the middle of the show. Look at that. Yeah. Did you just see that? Hold on. Are you are you watching the stream? I wasn't watching the stream, but I mean, oh, oh he's gone, <laughs> he's gone. That's it. It must have been the keeper. Yeah, it must have been Faf. It must have been Ox Faf calling his phone and being like, "Hey, yo, you know what's up?" But no, but anyways, like just to, to wrap this um to wrap this up, Mando, um you know. Obviously, fair to say it was uh, it was a success. I think I think we're just gonna leave it at that. Uh, overall, it's uh, you know love to see it. Um, some of the pieces, the one that was really fun to follow um, was obviously the uh, the um, the perfect spectrum. I think it was lost. So this Fidenza sold for what was it? Five hundred plus buyer's premium. Oh, it doesn't show anymore the price that it sold for. But this Fidenza went for a lot of money. Um, I think it was four ninety plus buyer's premium. Um, and then all the finances did really well um, yesterday. And then the perfect spectrum went for, again, I forgot, but with buyers, it was like 500 plus. I'm not sure who bought that. I don't know if it was uh, even announced or whatnot, but, um, you know, it's, uh, I guess, a good outcome uh, in the end uh, over here. There was something I wanted to bring up with regards to the sale. Shit, I... Um, I, I forgot. I'm trying to figure out. Hold on. There was something. Damn, I'm having a... Okay, so there it is. Okay, someone... Jesus Christ. We're going to brain fart. Anyways, this is the stats. OX Road will share them. So, Chromium Squiggle at 1780, sold for 380 ETH, 635K. Finance at 479, 622K. Uh, and Finance at 216, 609K. So, Finance has got a lot, man. Was there Finance sales on the back of that? I didn't see any, but the, the floor is now up to about 85. I think one traded, or one or two traded, um, cleaned them up in the 70s and, and kind of up only from there, really. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, everything went above estimates. Mm. I think their total sale was something like $11 million, yeah. which, is, which is very, very strong. No, it was $11 million. 
um, that was the uh, that was the total amount uh, of the sales. So uh, you absolutely love uh, to see that, and that was really cool to see. There was something, dude. I'm there was something I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> no, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. So it's not the squiggle, but it's something else. So it's this headline. It involves squiggle. Has Benny bidding on the photo? So it's funny they capture a moment. So there is this headline from Artnet uh, that called it the last. What is it? They called it the last hurrah. Uh, from the NFT world, um, yeah. and did you see that? Did you guys no, see that? Yeah. What? What? Dumb. There it is. Here you go. Here you go. Um, so, and it's funny because you see the photo here. Zoom in here. This is Benny as he was raising his paddle to bid four hundred thousand dollars on the Perfect Spectrum. That's literally him. Like, right? It's so funny. I just love that it's a homie. That's he's gonna be immortalized. This screenshot, like, if we end up being right in a few years, which we will be. This screenshot, this screenshot of the art news becomes iconic. Like it's gonna become like a meme, right? So art news, um, you know, Zachary Small yesterday, 39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, put an article out. Uh, art news claiming uh, Sotheby's three AC bankruptcy auction nets 11 million dollars in what might be final hurrah for NFTs. Discuss. What are the thoughts here? It's a dumb headline. Isn't Artnet the, the, the one that like had all the news. NFTs? No, it's, it's different to Artnet. So this is Art News. Art News, uh, yeah. This is, I don't know who owns Art News. Or there is a, a Wikipedia. Let me go to Wikipedia. Uh, I'm not sure who owns Art News. It's an art magazine based in New York City. Um, it was founded in 1902. Wow. By James Clarence Hyde. Um, yeah, so it's eleven. It's a hundred year old, one hundred twenty something year old art publication um, that's been around for a long time. I mean, Ovi, you're the resident artist on the show. Is it over? Do we pack it up? Final hurrah for for art. Art yeah, is dead. It's just a, it's just a dumb thing to write, right? It's like stupid. No <laughs> one's just like no one's something doesn't just sell for le- like loads of things don't just sell for eleven million dollars. Everyone packs it up and leaves. Like if anything, it's the exact opposite. It's like probably. The, the headline should have been more like it would have made more sense. If the headline was like after months of like death, NFT market gets revived by like this kind of sale. You know, that's that's the right headline. It's been like it's more fair to say things have been really shit for the last year, and this is interesting rather than saying this is the thing that's going to mark the end of it. Like it's the exact opposite. So I don't know if the person has like trouble understanding basic logic or um, you know the way things work, or if the under person understands how the art market works, or just how numbers work or um, I don't know, just basic things that any normal human being would understand with um, mm. some, some uh, logical thought process. I don't know that like maybe they're just a bit challenged, but um, yeah, the headline makes no sense. Um, yeah. I mean, this person seems to have written for a bunch of publication. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, so, so, Anyways, maybe, uh, maybe the maybe his surname is a, is in reference to his brain or something like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> oh, we just went the went rolling with the punch. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's the tweet? <laughs> oh, clip that, Jazz. You got that right. <laughs> That's a finger. You got that. You got that. Just, uh, Full waving. Stream. Full stream clip. Um, but let's see what it says, right? Let's 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 look into it. As uh, Ovi, um, Ovi, so Sobi, Ovi at home is about to make his appearance on the show. But 
shit, bro. Always make this mistake. Um, let's see what let's see what the article's about. Like, let's find it. Art news, Zachary Small sold the bees, right? Let's there you go. Let's go read it together. Let's have a little reading exercise. So first of all, let's go see what who Zachary Small is and, and what what's he all about. You know, he, what else is he writing about? Um mm-hmm. Okay. I mean this looks like this is like his best piece ever. Um okay. Okay. I mean it's ta- it's a lot of laying offs. It's like it's a lot of stuff about protests, layoffs, um like different things that he's writing about in general. Um but let's let's read this latest piece, right? It goes after the founders of crypto firm called Three Hours Capital purchased a coveted Dmitry Chernak NFT for $5.8 million in August 2021, they kept a printed version of the digital artwork in the Singapore offices behind their billiards table and slightly left on the coffee creamer. <laughs> on the left, that's actually pretty crazy that they left the, the print <laughs> by the coffee creamer and the and the behind the pool table, not gonna lie. <laughs> Fucking Suzu and, and Kyle Davis. And Kyle Davis tweeting that one day they're gonna buy it back, bro. I think Kyle Davis is like just the biggest bozo in the story uh, for what it's worth. Bigger bozo than Zachary Small here. But let's see what Zachary Small is saying. Um, obviously talking about how carefree and terrible Tracy is. I agree with you on that. You you should totally bash these guys. We're with you here, Zach. We're with you. Uh, you're right. And then talks about the sale in general. The centerpiece of the auction okay, gives gives us uh, all of the all of the you know context here. Uh, uh, okay, okay, um, cool. I mean, I just really see, like, I just want to see, he's talking about how people left satisfied, the energy in the room was infectious, so far we're good. So where does it, is it really just a headline? Like, maybe he got what he wants, like. It's the fact that we're talking nothing, about it right now is like he's, he's done, he's achieved what yeah, he wanted to achieve, I, right? Yeah, of course. I actually, honestly, I feel like reading into it. Like, I feel like reading beyond the headline. Genuinely, I want people to kind of see how it works, right? Like, this is kind of like, there's a headline. And so far, there's nothing negative about this. Um, it's only about to bashing Suzu and 3AC and how, you know, they fucked up the market and stuff, which is, I mean, they're right. Uh was the coll- he raises the question? He says, "Was the collection iconic because of the important artworks for sale, or was it iconic because the sca- of the scandalous implosion of its corporate benefactor?" Um, so this uh, this is interesting. It's very rare to get an opportunity to purchase these works uh, per Buhana. So it's Michael, and there's nothing. I don't know it's really long. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the, the it, I don't understand. It seems like the headline is much punchier um, that. Uh, it's much punchier the headline than the actual article. Maybe, like, maybe he actually wrote the article, and then someone there was like, "Let's let's write it, let's change the headline so it's like gets more people reading." I it, think so. correct. Like I think in what might be, like you'll still be three C bankruptcy auction. That's eleven million dollars. That's a t- that's a headline, right? Yeah. But then in what might be a final hurrah for NFTs is how you get everyone in NFTs to read it and like a yeah, morning show exactly. to. This is how you get like a morning show. With three people that have a large following in the space, spend fifteen minutes giving it attention, correct. so they've, they've achieved like, what they want to achieve. Correct, correct, correct. This is not it. the way I personally like to do things, but um, I, I think it's uh, not the way to do things. It's the, the bad eye and negative attention is not always like a positive thing. I get yeah. that good bad people like to think that bad publicity is good publicity. It's bad, but... it's bad for him. It's bad for him as an author because now everyone, everyone, lots of people maybe not even read the article. And everyone's taking their thing. Oh man, this guy has no fucking clue about no. NFTs or anything. And, 
it makes him look dumb. And personally, that's not something that I would want for myself or anyone that I'm close to. Yeah. Um, include me. It seems like Dimitri Chernak wasn't thrilled to see Punk sold in the same lot. Yeah, but he wasn't exactly thrilled to see the artwork in an auction with CryptoPunks and other collectibles that aren't so related to the generative art that he produces. Okay. Um, Punk, I mean, Punk, Punk's generative art? I mean, yeah, I mean, Punk's is pretty much, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's that. Sorry, y'all. We're just like, I'm pretty deep in this article. I'm invested right now. I'm invested in this. Um, but listen, great, great. Thank you, Zach, um, for for the headline. Um, these are I love these headlines. Like I I want to print them all um, and keep them somewhere. Like I said, you know, six five two nine goes down as the champion of uh, crypto art, or one of them, one of the biggest ones, or a uh, uh, giga Chad that will make uh, hundreds of millions of dollars with his bet in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll see where that ends up. You know, it's one or the other, but there's no negative outcome for 6529. He's an absolute legend. <laughs> and by the way, if you're hearing this, Punk 6529, this is me officially calling you out on the show. You have never come on JamWeb3, but you claim that you love decentralization and you're pro decentralization. We are trying to build a decentralized Web3 media ecosystem here at Rugby, and we're proud. And we're working our way towards it every single day, no matter how hard it is. Okay. So this is me, and I did it. I slid in his DMs in caps lock. I slid in Barat's DMs. I told Barat, I said, tell your boy I want him on the show. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, we lost 6529. And I know he's got the voice changer shit and stuff. Now with StreamYard, maybe it's easier. Maybe it was hard via spaces before, but uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's what makes, um, you know, it would be great. Anyways, point being, we do have Sobi now. I, I thought you were going to join on, on the stream, Sobi. You don't want us to see your pretty face this morning? No, I'm tired, bro. I was up late last night. <laughs> Sobi, I mean, you know, amidst amidst uh, the news of the Sotheby's, uh, you know, $11 million worth of sales and whatnot, I think the biggest news yesterday, you know, came out of our boy, you know. Forget the goose, you know. Our very own Sobi Life, our very own Pudgy Penguin, our very own gaming found door, Sobi yesterday announced that he is uh, introducing Zai. Is that how you say it? I, like, I think that's how you say it, right? Zai? You can say Zai. You can say Zai. I actually don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pick what it is. I think whichever one wins, I'll just I'll coincide Perfect. with that. I'll say Zai. And introducing Zai, the next evolution in blockchain gaming. Zai is a layer three blockchain leveraging Arbitrum technology on the direction from the Zai Foundation. Zai will be developed with support servicing from off-chain labs to directly address the needs of game developers, Sobi, of course, you know, your friend, and you know, obviously, like, very, very, very happy to advise on all things X Populous. I'm think Ovi Mando, you guys too, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, right? And so, but point being, you know, proud of you, kid, and <laughs> I love you, <laughs> and 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 I love everything you're doing. And I know that you know, we definitely want to, you know, give you some airtime, one of our very own, to talk about what you're building. I mean, it's pretty cool that you're building out with Arbitrum for what it's worth. I don't know if, if it's their first one, whatnot, but why don't you talk about? Uh, to us about Sobi the founder. You know, we hear about a lot about Sobi on 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 Twitter. We hear about a lot about Sobi on GN Web three. You know, but talk to us about Sobi the founder, bro. What, what's what's Zai? What's X Pop? Like, what, what you what you up to here? What are you biddling? Yeah, <laughs> building. Uh, you know, we've been working on this layer three in particular for over a year. 
Uh, so it was really awesome to finally share the news on this. Um, we're building the first layer three with Arbitrum. The way I want people to think about Zai is it's more similar to like a decentralized game console. Mm. Um, right? And the reason why I want that messaging to be important is because it's ultimately just a... It, it, we drew inspiration from when we looked at things like Xbox Game Pass and SteamOS, right? These are two pieces of uh, software that have really reduced the friction for players to play the games they love, right? And that, in that um, ideation of that was like, how can we create something that in that same spirit of SteamOS or Xbox Game Pass like reduces the friction for players, right? And that's where Zai was born out of, and. The layer three thing, like I think some people may be like, why is it a layer three? What's yeah. going on? The thing about a layer three is it allow, allows us to scale um, at, at a higher rate than we can with the layer two. The Arbitrum one, obviously, like I, I posted a graphic the other day, it has more ETH on it than like any other layer two and Alt L1, like all combined, literally combined. There's like over, over like a million ETH on there. Right. And so what that means, similar to Ethereum, Right, where like Ethereum has so much value on it, because of that, you have to be really cautious and safe when you're upgrading things. With the layer three, with the focus just around games, we can implement things like uh, higher uh, higher contract sizes. We can have uh, account abstraction and a few other things, uh, other features we're working on, and we can implement those and, and go live with those quicker. And you know, there's the scaling component of it where. You know, you'll you'll have faster transactions, cheaper yeah. transactions. We have gas abstraction stuff we're working on, and really the we're just hyper obsessing over the user experience for gamers, right? Like a blockchain is is really cool. Like I think anyone here that's like the first time you actually like get a hang of ETH and you use like Uniswap and you yeah. go on OpenSea, it's it's like fucking magic to be yeah. honest. It with really you. it really is. Like that first time you hit that transaction, you know what I do to this date when I do a run transaction, I still go on the block explorer. To look until yeah, yeah, just success. To check, like, I, I just love it. Like I don't care, even if it's like five dollars. <laughs> dude, I was I was in my Uber yesterday, and I was just like looking out the window, just thinking, like, damn, it's actually like crazy that Ethereum like works, dude, like it exists. I, when I get into that, sometimes, and I get into those thoughts, it just like it, I I feel you, like it's just magical. So that's why, like, sometimes when you were early, like talking to us, you know, in private, like, yo, we're doing L three and stuff. I was asking you. I remember in the chat, I was like, so explain to me first of all why L twos are super important. But then explain to me why do you need to be on L3. So I think this is a cool conversation and a cool thing you're explaining. Um, here, by the way, the website slaps. Um, very yeah, clear. Yeah, hard, huh? Yeah, the, yeah the, no, I'm sharing it on the screen right now. It looks good. Wow. The the big thing I think that some people forget, and you know, we were around for the bowl, and I think a lot of people in the audience here were as well. But you guys remember like ETH would become unusable when like a big NFT drop was happening. <laughs> yeah. You like literally just couldn't do shit. Well, my like, imagine, two weeks, a few weeks ago, a month ago, same thing. Well, like imagine if your internet couldn't work because Amazon was having a bunch of traffic or something. You know what I mean? Or like another website or app on the on the web mm. was causing too much congestion, and that's what happens on L one, and that's what is going to also kind of happen on L two because of the way that the, the con uh, congestion affects the immediate stack after. For layer three, what's awesome is. It doesn't matter what's going on on ETHL1, ETHL2. And players can transact on chain. They can move assets around. They mm -hmm. can play whatever without having any liveness or outage issues or anything. Because, you know, imagine like 
a world in, in the, I think of the other thing that I want to uh, touch on too, is like, we want, we believe that Zai can be um, a shared backend for a bunch of different games. Right. And part of that shared backend is like having game logic and game um, mechanics on chain. And another, like a benefit that we have is like, we have higher contract limits mm-hmm. and uh, smart contract limits and sizes than L1 and L2. So you can put more of your game logic on chain than you can on L1 and L2. But when you have that, this is like the thing I was talking about yesterday that I think is really cool. Uniswap, right? Which is actually, fuck, the Uniswap team is actually crazy. Like they're super yeah. smart. Yeah. We had hated items on once. It was, uh, it was something. There's a bunch of people here that have probably used an aggregator before, right? They've probably used Matcha or they've probably used One yeah, Inch 100%. or whatever. That's just the front end that, you know, has a better experience or Zapper or whatever. But the back end is all Uniswap. Correct. Right? And it's a permissionless back end. Like anyone can come out and, like, hey, I'm going to build a front end. It's easy V4 now, too. And V4 is going to go crazy. Yeah. Now, now imagine if, like, think of a game. That's nothing more than just a visual front end for different, like for you to interface with different logic, right? That's like all the graphics, all that stuff. It's just a front end. And the thing that we're interested in is like with Final Form, the first game that's going to launch on Zai, it's a completely on-chain roguelite auto battler. The built-in Unity looks awesome, all this stuff. But now imagine if all of the game logic is on-chain and someone decides, oh, I want to make a different version of the game. Like I want to make a mobile version or I want to make a 2D version, any of this stuff, a different front end, basically, they can without any permission from us and without needing anything from us. And that's like an interesting aspect of on-chain games or like shared backends for games that I think we're really excited to enable this unique novel kind of uh, ability for people, for creators to mod and build experiences on top of games. That's pretty cool. And so when you talk about, someone's asking is... uh uh on the on the uh breeze is actually asking on the on the stream on the youtube he's asking is this like more like a web3 steam slash epic or what would you compare it to like what would you say in simple terms zai is because it's still like a lot of this space is still complicated to understand right so when you're talking blockchain gaming it's a whole other level and then you're talking about l3 that you're you know dropping with arbitron which is really cool i want to get into that by the way but what would you compare it to i think i think steam steam os or whatever is is the uh, the right kind of comparison. This, um, I, I really just like the fact to think of it as a like a hosted console, a decentralized like hosted console, right? Where it's, you can have all these different games that are running on it, and you can just interface with however you want with it. But beyond that meme, the closest thing I guess you could say is like it's very similar to like Steam or kind of Sony's uh, PlayStation Net thing, or or like a BattleNet, or more like a BattleNet, I guess. Okay, that's pretty cool. So let's talk about Arbitrum. I know you're like the president of Arbitrum. At this <laughs> you are the CEO of the Arbitrum Foundation. Uh, you are the mascot of... Actually, I, I suggested to the Arbitrum team that we put uh, an Arbitrum, uh, an AIP through um, on a pr- proposal that you become the mascot of Arbitrum. I actually told the team that. Um, I was like, you know what? We should make Sobi the mascot of Arbitrum. Um, and uh, you are the man who saved the Arbitrum foundation on rogue radio actually you can save her you've been tweeting i can save her for years i mean if you remember bull market Sobi, it was like i can save her every day tweet going out i would be like it's a beautiful day have a beautiful day every day and he'd be saying he'd be tweeting i can save her every single day (laughs) 
<laughs> alongside a lot of shit posting um and uh and ape bashing but <laughs> that was bear, that was bull market so sobi you know now we have bear market sobi on his um founder arc you know i like that you know and and dropping freaking l3 with arbitrum which is insane so off chain lab so talk to me about this bro it's pretty big yeah, it's like, it, you know we're really we're really excited, bro. It's just been working on. You don't a... sound excited, dude. I just woke up. I man. don't care if it's eight thirty in in California. I know, I know, I but I'm, I'm pumped. I'm it's I'm just been a lot of work. Me. I'm playing. I've like been working. <laughs> the job is not finished. Like we still have to bring this thing to mainnet. Exactly. We still have to, you know, decentralize it more over mm-hmm. time. Add more features. Like it's just, it's cool to get an announcement, but it's also like fuck. Now we have like we still have a lot. Of- <laughs> Right, and so I agree. Don't don't want to celebrate before the you know the job's not finished, right? So the the thing that we're really excited about though is like it's awesome. I think working with Arbitrum and Offchain Labs very closely and being one of their gaming partners is an amazing opportunity for us. Like we, um, you know, I will be honest. Like we got offered a bunch of money for from some other uh, blockchains to come work and, and build with them and whatever. But we decided to go with with uh, Offstream just because I've been following them since 2017. I think they have the best technology solutions in the entire industry. Security is a huge thing for us, um, right? You saw what happened with Ronin, unfortunately, where you know it got hacked for a bunch of stuff, and it, you just don't like it's it's that old uh, chart where you see of like the average lifespan of a turkey, and the Thanksgiving comes around and the turkeys die. You just don't want to have a situation where, you know, a black swan event happens and mm-hmm. now the like the um, life like the life of your project is in jeopardy. So, you know, they, they have the best security, they have the best tech solutions, all this stuff. Um, and it just made a lot of sense for us to, you know, be like, okay, we'll take less money but work with them. But really the <clears throat> Zai is like a, a game publisher and will be Zai will be publishing X Populous games. So Xbox is like a, a studio that I'm a co-founder on, and my two co-founders are like the Giga Chads. One of them is, is Mark Harris. He's like literally a fucking Oscar-nominated Pixar director, and so he's you know world-class animator. Has worked on a bunch of stuff. Has won a bunch of Emmys. Has an amazing art direction, amazing eye, mm. just great feel for things. Really happy that we have him. And then my other co-founder, who's also our CEO, Toby. He's a freaking Giga Chad. He like made Clan Wars. He ran IGN's indie game That's incubator for crazy. He pushed over a billion installs on on mobile games. Worked with some of the biggest mobile game publishers. Um, all this stuff. So, I think the unique advantage that Xbox and, and Zyre publisher have is just the people behind it all. Right, like you have a world class studio working with an amazing like world class blockchain solution. That's the other thing I think people may not understand is like this is the direct partnership with off chain. Like their developers, their engineering talent are the people that are like building the chain and maintaining the chain and servicing the chain. We're using their same code base that goes under rigorous audits. Right there, like it's awesome because it, that, that division of labor allows us to just focus on building games knowing that we have the best blockchain pro- uh, partner in the entire industry. That's crazy. Running that's really good, man. That That's that's big news. I mean, I, I can only imagine as a founder in gaming, like how big it is to launch an L3 with Arbitrum, which is pretty fire. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, we're, we're just excited it's to... It's pretty gangster. You know, it's dope, man. Yeah, and I'm just is, excited to cool. like hyper-focus on the user experience for yeah. games. Like I think 
the so what do you think uh, that future they, is right like what do you think that future is like what are you hyper focusing on when you say you're hyper focusing on games dude user experience onboarding all this stuff is so important like i think we we're different like everyone kind of here where we're like advanced users right and you know you you know how to like some people may know how to un, like unstuck a nonce in their wallet some people know how to admit from the contract all these things like you learn over time by using it making mistakes screwing up and even sometimes like that shit is hell unforgiving like, i remember during shitcoin season i had my slippage high on uniswap and i went and, and i was uh selling some eth for stables and i got i got slipped freaking 10 percent on that because i had slippage and some mev bot just sniped me and i was pissed i was like bro i can't believe this just happened to me in like 2023 i'm supposed to be a vet and that's the thing is you know permissionless software is awesome it, it lets you do whatever you want and, and un, it's unbounded but i also think there's some guardrails and i don't mean guardrails and anything like detrimental it's just when you can be like this is a solution for games that allows you to narrow down your persona right of who's going to use this stuff for us it's going to be game developers game um, game players all this stuff eth bro there's so many different people that use ethl1 right defi nft uh just devs in general that are building all this crazy stuff there's so much going on for having just a hyper obsession over gamers and their user experience and their user journey we can reduce all of these friction points that make it hard for gamers to understand why like blockchain is valuable right imagine if you went to play a game mm-hmm. that you thought was cool and the first thing the game is doing is like connect your wallet like sign up set up a wallet oh here's freaking 14 words if you don't write down these 14 words you're gonna lose everything <laughs> you're like bro what the hell did i just sign up for <laughs> please wait while it loads on the blockchain it takes fucking like multiple blocks and it, you have to wait until the sign up and you know in a world where we're used to connecting right away <laughs> please, exactly please and wait he, like 13 confirmations until you can load this weapon <laughs> yeah and, and it's awesome because like you know there, I like the idea of what we'll have is a level of, you know, there's, there'll be a friendly user flow and an advanced user flow. Like you can still have your own wallet, your own MetaMask wallet, whatever, and do anything you want. But the, just the, the reality is that not many people, that's not the main audience that the way they want to transact or interact with like a, a blockchain backend. And so that's where, you know, things like account abstraction come in for us. Um, a lot of programmable wallet stuff come in for us where people want, I want people to think of, I don't even want people to think they have a wallet. Like I want people to be like, this is my account. If this is my account on Zai that has all these different game assets in it that have all these, um, you know, NFTs, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Digital collectibles are probably, we'll call it. We're well, not probably is what we're going to call them, but that's the, the big um, advantage, right? Is like, we know exactly what the chain is going to be used for. It's going to be used for games and just games, maybe collectibles in general, things like that. But we don't have to worry about like DeFi and all this other stuff. And so, you know, really excited to, to launch this later this year. We, we're going to have some amazing partners on the chain that we're, we're going to start announcing in a rolling fashion, like some really, really big players. And I'm, I'm hyped to get that uh, out as well. I love that. I'm happy for you. You know, I'm happy for you. I mean, I don't know if uh, the boys have any questions for you sort of but i want to ask you when when's the next stop you know when was he when, when, how, how jacked is mando right Man, now dude mando sent me a picture a mirror picture this morning bro 
Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm on my jacked face, my full chat face for 2023. I posted a picture of me hugging Mando uh, this morning on the timeline, which is very cute. I love that picture. But I hurt myself hugging him. Like, <laughs> he's made out of iron, fucking tweeting that he's going to buy a trillion Pepe. Like, this guy is my favorite influencer. Like, that is, is, he that's, a, this is my chat. That's my founder. You, you have a blood boy, Mando? What's, like, what's going on with the health kick, man? Like, how are you doing all this? He's just didn't generate. Just, just decided that because I, I had the I had the baby and I was like, right, I'm gonna wake up every single day early and just go to the gym and that will get me up for the day, so I can actually like spend time with the baby. And then the byproduct was I just started getting healthy. Like it just it just gets rolling. You, you're on the same kick as well. Like we're all we're all doing our own shit. Like Obi's doing his shit. For us doing his day, I see you with your fasting every like fasting for like seven days at a time, and then drinking some water. It's true. We we are we are we are all like on that. Like I like that our little group. That's why I tweeted this morning. I was like, I was, yeah, I was, man, like, you look good. I know I sent it in the group chat. Sorry, Amanda, but uh, it's uh, it's like I um, I was thinking about it this morning. I was like, all the homies are on this like health. Like even D's like lightest he's ever been. Fucking on his super health vibe, going to the gym. We're on our founder arcs, just like founding. <laughs> like biddling all of us, like all four of us, like fucking going crazy. You know, Ovi's thriving, playing golf, made in an anonymous wallet, bought 92 apes, like, you know, going crazy, spent 4,500 <laughs> in one week on NFTs. I'm healthier than ever. I feel like a feather. Like, honestly, it feels so good. You know, feel, knock on wood. Everybody knock on wood, I please. Feel, like, I feel like, good, bro. Badass, knock on wood right now, every single person in this room. Like, I will literally like have superstitions all day if you don't. Thank you. Uh, but... <laughs> In Farsi, so, man, are you are, are you doing like cold plunges and shit or like what's what's your that's you just hitting the gym? You look good though, bro. Bro, he can just do like a gym. half hour cold plunge. Mando stays thirty minutes in like freezing you cold 30 water. Minutes? <laughs> no, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't do any of that stuff. I just hit the gym. Simple, forty five minutes each day. I've, I mean, I have a personal trainer, which because I'm that's the worst thing for me. Like I'm never organized, and this just made me organized, which is more expensive. Um, not that expensive in Portugal, but it's more expensive, but that's the only way I've been able to keep the discipline. Like, I've tried like the discipline moments where it's like just me and I'm, like, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to make it done. And I always fall off the wagon. Like I just always fall off the wagon after like a couple of months. Whereas now, um, you know, it costs more, but like I actually am doing it. So I feel like that's worth it than like these false starts where I like, mm. I end up doing it for a few weeks and then it never really works out. Like now I feel like, right, it's actually working. Love to see. Damn, Obi, Obi, when are you gonna get in the gym, bro? Ten percent body fat, man. Yeah, yo, Obi is ten percent <laughs> body fat. I mean, I don't know if his app works, but he—it's ten percent body fat. It's I mean, I gotta say, I, I went golfing with Ovi uh, in London. Um, he looks good too, dude. He's got—he's got, he's got th- those calves, bro. Like those, because he—he walked. So I had a little trolley to push my golf cart. We walked the course, which was sick. But he said no. He carried the golf bag on his back. He does that once or twice a week. He walks like 7,000 yards like because that's how long the golf course it's, is. It's, it's the lower half of my body that's ripped. <laughs> Man, if you, I, just, I think what's going to be awesome about the, yeah, the, second, <laughs> the, uh, the next cycle, you know, everyone's going to be an amazing state of mind, amazing physical health. You know, Ovi at this point with his trajectory as an artist is going to be in fucking MoMA by then. And I'm going to tell people that's my artwork, actually. I mean, I did call you I did call you Ovi before announcing that you're coming on the show. So Your are, girlfriend always calls me Ovi, I bro. Know, Vanessa always calls Sobe that's Ovi. Such a, it's such a microaggression, bro. I'm sorry. We don't even look the same. We're just both short and brown. 
that's the only that's borderline only that's borderline like r word like race like this is like you know that's like i gotta i'm gonna have to have a conversation with vanessa not every coda looks the same bro <laughs> no you <laughs> Oh, o- Ovi, so Ovi is the is the Gucci Coda, you know. He's a Coda pendant, you know. Anyways, all right, y'all. So let's run this. I I think Sobi, it's been it's been really cool to have you on. I can't wait to see what you keep building. I'm proud of you. Would love to see it, and uh, and it's exciting to see you building. You know everything regarding to like gaming and Web three. It's uh, something we're very bullish on in general. So uh, definitely forefront, and it's good to have you on more as the as the founder uh, on the show. But if you're on Twitter right now. You definitely want to head to YouTube because KD, first of all, the burn link is live for ClownVamp. So we're going to retweet that, but it's live on Rock Radio account. It's pinned at the top of the Twitter space. You can now claim. Uh, and uh, there's only, oh, I think there's only 25 pieces here uh, from what it seems. So if you want to uh, claim this, I mean, remember that ClownVamp has this crazy art exibit uh, at the, um, what's it called again? The, um, the, ah, at the, um, Oculus. The Oculus. I was going to say the <laughs> the Oculus in New York uh, with Super Rare and, and Super Chief, which is freaking sick. So th- it is it is uh, live right now. Just quickly, Clown Vamp's here, and then I'm going to pull up the wheel because five people are about to win Camillion's editions. Clown Vamp! Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. GM, how you doing? I'm great. By the way, whoever's doing your Twitter, the meme this morning of me burning tickets... <laughs> It's amazing. That is line that. trash. Line it's incredible. Tr- I appreciate you. Line trash who hit his 500th <laughs> meme for Rug Radio uh, this week. 500 uh, wow. meme. Even, I don't wow. know who that is to stay here, but they need like they need a raise. Like give them some tokens, don't say, whatever. Don't, is it. Mute this guy. Somebody <laughs> mute this guy. Somebody mute this guy. Look, uh, but I'm kidding. But line trash. Listen, shout out to line trash. Uh, and ironically. Crazy story. Sobi is at a basketball game. And he's like, bro, I'm at a basketball game with my homie for when the Kings were in the playoffs. And he's like, my homie got line trash in 10 FTs. But then line trash now works with Rock Radio and he makes memes of Sobi all the time. So it's like this full circle moment where Sobi got someone in 10 FTs. <laughs> Sobi's friend got someone in 10 FTs. That, that friend that ended up doing like being a Rock Radio holder, lover of us, and like started making memes. And we ended up hiring him to make memes for us. <laughs> And and then you're telling me you love them. Like, it's just crazy and how then, this works. It's all happening. And then I'm getting a giggle out of it. The world is so small. It's all because of sports. That's my takeaway ah! from my two <laughs> moments on Rug Radio this week. You have heard a lot about sports in the market, huh, LaCroix <laughs> fan? <laughs> yeah, apparently B- Bitcoin dominance is really good. It's like BDSM <laughs> stuff going on over here. I love I love clown vamp. I love clown vamp. I gotta say, like you, you've been such a good sport. Bitcoin so is just weeping, whipping Ethereum over here. No. Is that, is that a, did I do a good job, Mondo? Is it Mando or Mondo? I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's BDSM. That's what we we talk about for yeah, the first half of the show. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is doing some dirty stuff to altcoins. Dirty, dirty stuff. Dirty, dirty stuff to altcoins. <laughs> it's doing some dirty stuff. So reminder, but you seriously. Know, Thank you. Thank you for everything this week. You guys have been awesome. Your whole team is awesome. And uh, a bunch of y'all are, got DMs are coming to the show next week. And so I just wanted to say thank you. You guys are great. We appreciate you. We appreciate you a lot. I know that I think ClownVamp got 10 editions just to, for your own holders, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a total of 40. There's five that goes to usual like team and like fair and KD as every mint. And there's 25 that are up for grabs. Uh, so go to rug.fm. Actually, it's not. First of is clown vine, but go straight to Rug Radio account. It's pinned. It's this beautiful piece called "The Men of the Dance," and it's obviously related to um, the um, iconic exhibit that uh, you know <laughs> Clown Vamp has at uh, at the Oculus uh, at the end of this month. 
which you should all go and check out in New York if you're there, which is always fun to see. So congratulations uh, for that. And thank you for participating in Stubbs. Yeah, of course. I'll see you guys later. Have fun. Talk about sports. Bye. (laughs) I appreciate it. Well, we're actually going to keep talking about art for the last five minutes of the show. I am meant to pick five unique winners. So if I pick someone twice, you don't win twice. You win one time. Head over to Rug Radio on YouTube. We're about to pick five winners. You get, so what you get, Mando here, Novi, is the night version of the piece Camilla did for us. So the iconic subs she made, you get the night version of it. Uh, which is super, super, super good. Look at this. I can now go on Marketplace or Rug.fm to show you our beautiful Stubbs art. If, if anything, this Marketplace is great for that. <laughs> and so you have both pieces uh, on there, I believe. Or is it? Oh, it's not. Is it minted yet? Oh, it's there. See, there's the special edition. There you go. There's a special edition that is right there. That video doesn't play on here. Snags. G-Man. Loxley. The fuck? <laughs> this is live uh, feedback to the team. We're going to have to have the video play live on this. It's G-Man listening. He usually listens to every morning show. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, it's the dope piece. And I meant to pick five winners. This happens to me on stream. <laughs> five winners. Is everybody ready? And by the way, Jazz, run the code at the bottom. The code for today's stubs is 6.2. So six. Dot two is the code for today's stub. 6.2 is a claim to get your free stubs. All right, let's get the spin going. The first winner is... Oh, no! NFT are fun. You are the first winner. All right, winner number two. So I'm removing you, right? So I'm just pressing remove here. There you go. Removed you. And rolling again. This is, by the way, this is pretty cool, right? KD made this. Oh, oh no! Hold up. Is that KD? That is (laughs) KD. Oh, shit. Right after you said he made it. (laughs) Shit. Well, there's three more. Um, And then, hold on. Ah, shit. Hold on. Where's KD, by the way? You should come up. If you're if you're in here, fuck. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Close this. Close this by mistake. I close this by mistake. Uh, uh. Let's see the second winner. Let's see second winner. Seven B oh five five nine. Which by the way, we're saving all these, so we'll get it. Um. By the way, the code is not working. Uh, for the claim. So, uh, I don't know, Jazz. If you want to chat with the fair team in the back end, uh. Uh, but 6.2 um, doesn't seem to be working right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let them know and uh, and uh, and to do this, and then let's see the next one. Fourth winner. Oh, John Breeze! I like that John Breeze. I really like the John Breeze one. Because I see him in the Discord, I see him on Twitter, I see him on YouTube all the time. Like he's always in the comments. He's actually right there. He's actually right there commenting uh, on the on the uh, on the stream. So you absolutely love to see that. Congratulations! We've picked four, right? One more, four, 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 four. All right, one more winner. One more winner. The odds are even better for the last people. There you go. I love that he's here. F. Gateway. I don't know who that is either, but F Gateway, you won. So all five winners, you will be airdropped 
uh, a piece of it. Um, the code worked. I'm getting Brian told me the code worked on fair and didn't work on expand. Uh, so the code should be working on uh, on stubs. Rug.fm for slash stubs. 6.2 is the code for today's. Man, don't forget to go burn uh, for the artwork by uh, Clown Vamp, who was just on stage with us. Uh, this was a great week. This was a great week. Uh, I got to say, Manda Ovi, we did ask for a new jingle. but I don't know if I want to sunset those jingles. They... <laughs> New jingle, because because of you guys, like because how we're reformatting the show into being like really one big block of DJ's report for like fifteen to thirty minutes, then one big topic of the day, which is fifteen to forty-five minutes depending on the day, and then a, a guest or uh, sometimes a partner, or the show stops then if there's no guest and or partner. So now we're let's say we're thinking of making a jingle for the both of you at the beginning. But I have to say, I mean. I mean, I know that's the wrong button. I have to say, like, Daily Mark. You know, like, those are pretty iconic. Like, when I hear, and when I hear, I like there's something inside of me that sparks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what do the people think? I kind of want to know. We have a lot of loyal listeners. If you're still here right now listening to the show, you are the most loyal listeners we have. Literally, like, if you're at, 11, at 12 p.m., after a giveaway and all that stuff, still listening. Let us know what you guys think. We love you guys. And we genuinely appreciate everybody that listens to the show. Thank you so much. Mando, Ovi, that was a great one. Uh, I am off to enjoy this insane weekend, though I'm probably going to uh, have to do some more work uh, for the F1. You guys enjoy your warm, sunny weekends in Europe. And we will see everybody on Monday with our Stubbs Artist of the Week and another banger week on Rug Radio. See y'all. Love y'all. Peace out, everybody. Ciao. Ciao. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day, a good morning to every with Morocco, Sepp, and Mando. Tune in live at 10 and it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Rock Radio.